Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 17 of Transformers Energon. It is the return of Demolisher, and we're staying at the hotel, and Lou told us to wait in the room while he goes to the bar. Yeah, no fun. Uh, anyway, this episode was written by Akira Okea, and the last time on Transformers Energon, Dr. Kicker's dad is banging out the inventions like nobody's business. Global protection grid? Done. Interstellar travel? No problem. <laughs> Healthy relationship with your son? Yeah. <laughs> and in this episode, uh, Kicker recaps the whole warp thing from the last of the last episode. Yeah, they finally got the damn thing working, and they warp to another galaxy, and he could have just left it there, and we'd just move on. But then he adds, at the outer reaches of the solar system, like, Yep. What? <laughs> if you turn that around, oh, Paul, Paul, it, Paul. There's like, there's like, like 17 bajillion galaxies around the edge of the solar system. Um, <laughs> they're right up Uranus. Hey! Oh, there you go. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. They they arrive at this planet, and this is when everything just goes off the rails. Because Optimus is like, you know what? Let's go search for Energon there, and even Kicker. I can't believe I'm agreeing with Kicker, but Kicker's like, hey, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Aren't we supposed to be finding Unicron, which point I ask, why did you fucking leave? Whatever. This, yeah. But yeah, Optimus says we're going to make a quick stop to check it out because I guess Unicron isn't going anywhere. And that Unicron, Megatron tells Demolisher to open his eyes and he has. Who's there? It's room service. We didn't order any room service. I did for the new Demolisher. You ordered room service for a, just a new Transformers body? Th Lou is going to be pissed when he sees the bill. Lou Schmo. Coming! Ah, bonjour, monsieur. Je m'appelle Francis Greg again. And I have yet une autre new and amazing Transformer. I give you Demolisher. That's not Demolisher. That's a new Transformer. Ah, mais oui. You are too smart for Frenchy Greg. Would it entice you if I added on cigarette? No. Do cigarette? We don't smoke, Smoking's and this bad. is a hotel. You can't smoke in here. Sacre bleu! N'est-ce pas les cigarettes pour Franche Greg? Quel dommage, monsieur. Perhaps, maybe, I could offer you this demolisher and the fine French baguette. We just want the demolisher. Demolisher and une bottle de fine French vin rouge? Just the demolisher. The Demolisher and we storm the Bastille? If it gets us the Demolisher, sure. Viva la Revolution! Yeah, so we get a new Demolisher, kind of, but he's, he's same attitude-wise, same name, different body. Exact same voice, yeah. Yeah, very Beast Wars of them. Well, yeah, because that's what he does. He starts beating his chest kind of thing. <laughs> it's kind of like Optimus Primal used to do. And, and then, uh, oh, is it Tidal Wave or Scorpion? But knock. somebody comes in and basically says, hey, Optimus found a planet full of Energon, and Megatron, deciding, yeah, fuck this, the plotline of this series anyway, uh, also, is like, okay, let's drop everything we're doing and go to this galaxy at the edge of the solar system. Yep, everybody pack your bags, we're going on a little <laughs> mission, and now we're on Hoth, I guess, and uh, Inferno's having a hard time flying the ship through the snowstorm and kicker hates having this stupid hairdo alarm and misha's like oh stop you love the attention admit it and he tells her to piss off and then the ship hits a glacier they call it can we just go back to kicker and misha for a bit she is playfully teasing him and he is like 
yelling at her. Yeah. Hey, Misha, why don't you ba ba ba? And then Maxwell's like, <laughs> yeah, she she teases him, but at the same time, yeah, I don't know. I don't get their relationship. I know they're supposed to be in love or just falling in. Actually, you know what? I don't get the relationship. No. Anyway, yeah, the planet hits. Um. Oh, no, no, no. It doesn't hit a glacier because Miriam is like, hey, uh, uh, try to not hit things. And is it um, Ironhide who's like, <laughs> it's tr- like trying to thread a needle, which is the closest. Yeah, Inferno's flying, yeah. Oh, Inferno. That's That saying is the closest they get to actually saying something correct in this episode. Everything else is a mistake. Yep. And then I guess something hits them. And then Misha is like, this is just like the glaciers at the North Pole that they're constantly moving and chasing squirrels around as glaciers do. And then they get the ship stuck between two of them. Yeah, I guess the glaciers are growing. I know they're trying to move, but they're really just like cross fading and fading into place. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, they get stuck and you can hear the whole creaking groaning. Ironhide doesn't like the cold. Uh, cold. No, not Ironhide. Ironhide. Um, Hotshot. Hotshot doesn't yeah. like the cold. He complains. And then... Um, Snowcat shows up with his, uh, skis giggling his ass off. <laughs> yes. On them stupid skis, as Demolisher said that time. And he's yodeling away, having a great old time. And back inside the ship, the escape hatches are frozen shut. But why would you want to get out into this I storm? Like, wh- where are you going to go? How would abandoning ship and let it get smashed between two glaciers help anything? Yeah, this is this episode, because Optimus has got a plan coming up. And Optimus in this episode is out to lunch, even for Gary Chalk, even for Gary Chalk Energon. It's it's like, well, we'll get into it. But Optimus is playing. He sends, a, I think, a couple minicons out. <clears throat> He sends a team out to um, melt the ice. And then, yeah, he starts talking about the rest of us will eject out the back um, hatches and go after the Energon, I guess. Well, at one point, Kicker's even like, hey, Optimus, is there anything I can do? And Optimus is like, that's a good question. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) But yeah, Yeah, they all head to the back of the ship. And Kicker complains about his hair to alarm and how he should have just kept his mouth shut. They wouldn't be in this mess. And yeah, they get outside and Optimus forms Voltron. But did you notice this time the arms and legs are reversed? Like Digger 3 and Submarine 4 are the arms. I didn't. What I did notice is that his dialogue was, all right, we're outside. Now it's time to... And then they just cut to the animation, so it goes, yep. Optimus Prime! It's like, like, oh, God, guys, you couldn't even give them... Oh, th- this episode, this friggin' episode, man. Anyway, they get out, and I guess Optimus just starts drilling in the ice wall looking for Energon. He, he has no strategy on how to scan for it. <laughs> no. he, he, They're literally, and the, I think the Omnicons too, are just drilling into an ice wall randomly looking for Energon. I just wanted the ship to immediately come loose and land on them. Just like, ah, you just ah, see their ah. feet sticking out from under it, and like muffled voices like, get it off, get it off! Like, telling me to lift the ship off them. Or he's, he's wearing red and white striped socks, and they curl up and go underneath like the Wicked Witch. But now at Unicron's head, Alpha Q wakes Scarponok up, and Alpha Q has detected a disturbance in the force because Alderaan just exploded. No, no, no. He's, <laughs> he's detected a disturbance in the flow of energy, but it's totally that fucking line. And he suspects the Autobots must be up to something, except the Autobots haven't found Energon yet. Like, how could the? It doesn't matter because this episode is is a fucking mess. Is that's the problem? This episode is a mess. Then he has apparently new Terracons, forgetting that the Autobots have a grid that just destroys Terracons, so they're not a threat. Yes. But they're they're all in Kinder Surprise eggs. That's yeah, they're like little blue egg like mechanical things. And back on Hoth, I call it because it's a nice planet. Snowcat. He's oh, hey, just- wait a minute. Sorry, sorry, Paul, Paul, Paul. Uh, American listeners. It is my understanding, actually, that you don't have Kinder Surprise in your country. 
you poor sad bastards. Oh yeah, aren't they illegal in the states? Yeah, you, it's something to do with like uh, swallowable, swallowable Yo, like a choking stuff hazard inside. Yeah. yeah, choking hazard inside food. But uh, Kinder Surprise, if you don't know what they are, dear American listeners, they are much like the metric system everywhere else in the world. And it's a chocolate <laughs> egg that you open up, and inside it's a plastic egg with a toy. And sometimes there's little crappy toys like just a plastic motorcycle character. But sometimes it's like a thing you put together, and there's stickers, and it's a game. Yeah, sometimes they're pretty cool. Yeah, so travel to Canada or Europe and buy a Kinder Surprise. Yeah, literally anywhere but where you are. You know what, though? I'm good. I got to give this to America. They do know how to candy. The best, the best candy bars in the world. Like Kinder Surprise is great. I'm not going to lie. But the best candy bars in the world are in America. No argument there. With the exception of Coffee Crisp. I'm a Coffee Crisp <laughs> man. That's, that's my go-to. I like my Coffee Crisp. What's your go-to? If you had to have a, if you were going to get any candy bar right now, what would you eat? Probably O. Henry. Off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I can fuck with an yeah. O. Henry. I can fuck with an O. Henry. But yeah, back on this ice planet, Snowcat, he's having a whale of a time skiing around and yodeling. He's uh, he's just fucking having it, man. And then Demolisher lands behind him and reintroduces himself. It's like, hey, the party doesn't start till I get here, kind of thing. And now watch me punch this ice. <laughs> I'm so tough. <laughs> watch me beat my chest some more. Yeah. And now we go to a cave and Kicker is sure the Energon is right through here. So the Omnicons get the tools out and start digging. And he doesn't like point them in a direction. Again, they just start randomly digging yeah. drilling on the walls and then kicker's nervous and the uh, jet fire oh there was a bit earlier where optimus is like hey jet fire something i have to tell you just watch out for kicker and check in with me regularly like yeah no shit that's that's what you do every episode but kicker yeah. is nervous and jet fire <laughs> going against what optimus told him is like don't worry about it everything's fine yep calm down and Ironhide gets shot in the ass. <laughs> yes. Well, at one point he's like, oh, don't worry about it. The Decepticons can't be everywhere. And then immediately they're attacked by Demolisher and Snowcat. Yeah. And we have ourselves a good old G1 caliber cave in. Yeah, this was like the three seconds of this episode I really liked. Um, and then <laughs> Demolisher and Snowcat shoot their mouths off more. They blast more stuff. Um, and then we cut to Tidal Wave and Megatron and the rest of them attacking the Autobot ship that is still stuck in ice. Yep. Inferno almost has it freed and is inside the ship. Misha is trying to get anybody on the radio because she's calling out to everybody and finally kick her radios in. Jet fires down. Jet fires down. And commercial break. Kinda. You both shaky. Me on Scrabbly. Chocka doobie. Doobie chocka doobie. Pop swabble. <laughs> Toy. Yodel yum and choco scrum with multi pump level dies! Oh, grubbly! <laughs> Me scrubble now! Snoko! Whee! Kinder Surprise from Ferrero. And when we come back, the Demolisher and Snowcat, they finish shooting the Omnicons, uh, and then these new terror. Oh, yeah, the, their Terracons come in and start eating the energy. And then outside um, is when the uh, the new Terracons come in. Yeah, Optimus and Hotshot transform and drive into Megatron and Starscreen, who grab them, but they get pushed back against the wall of ice and they just fly up to escape. But yeah, then all these blue egg things we saw earlier start falling from the sky. And Optimus wonders, ooh, what are those? I wonder who sent them. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned that because, Paul, this I realize what could have been the strength of this series that they completely missed out. There's a shot when Optimus is in vehicle mode, slams into Megatron, he's pushing him back, and the camera does like a rotational pan around. And it's this great shot of, of Optimus in vehicle mode slamming into Megatron, and when they pan around, you see Starscream watching, and suddenly the, it's a little bit more of a complex shot. If they would do more of that, 
just then you can have the transformers just stand still and they don't have to move you don't have to pay animators to do too much uh, animation yeah you just have the cameras move because you've got these great 3d models so if they would have just done that more the last 16 episodes i would have been into this sh- this would have been such a better show Anyway, yeah, so these blue things come down, all these Kinder Surprises uh, hit the ground, and then down underground, Kicker, or sorry, Jetfire lectures Kicker, and my note is, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Well, yeah, because he gets mad at Kicker for blaming himself for the situation they're in, but Kicker hasn't said thing one about the situation they are in since he just offhandedly mentioned, I should have kept my mouth shut and we wouldn't be on this planet. Like, he hasn't said anything about it since. There's something you missed in that line there, Paul, is is that the first thing he says is Kicker shouldn't blame himself because he says that. And then he immediately says, because you've got to accept that you're on a team and sometimes you're in a bad situation. (laughs) And this is the worst situation we've been in. So, you know what? Let's just... What does he say? So you know what? You got to go and just get out of here. Are you with me? So it's like, is he coming or going? What are you talking about, man? (laughs) He just goes on and on about teamwork and we're warriors and dangers our middle name and oh remember that time i said leave me behind well forget i said that let's go it's like all right and then okay they he then power links with ironhide i i don't think Jetfire has power linked with ironhide yet is that a new power link it do we care might be but i did think okay that kind of makes sense where he is so banged up and smashed he links with ironhide and i was thinking okay so they can get up and walk but now i guess he can fly again yeah, here you know what this this episode is like. This episode is like a pair of pants that are made okay, and like if you look at it, you could be like, I see the stitching is good. You know, they, there's there's nothing. The quality is decent, but they've been shit inside of. Somebody wore those <laughs> pants and shit in them, and then handed you them, and it's like, no, I, I could see where it could have been good, but now it's just covered in shit. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we go back to the Terracons. They finish eating um, uh, with a snowcat demolisher, and then. Alpha Q's new terror cons, which apparently we're going to find out are Dinobots, show up and they start eating the old terror cons. Yeah, because that's what Jetfire calls them eventually. Yeah, they just come in and start munching down on these guys. And back on the surface, more of them attack Megatron and Starscream, who they see the Autobot ship taken off. And Starscream's like, well, they're getting away. And Megatron's like, who cares? We're after the Energon, not the Autobots. Which is true. And this gets into our whole Optimus is a schmuck. But um, Kicker and Jetfire and uh, Ironhide, they get up to the surface. They fly out of this giant crevasse hole thing they were in. Um, They get up to the surface. And then is this when uh, Maxwell calls them and is like, hey, I'm going to do the Energon grid or... No, no, no. Optimus has to come in and save them, right? Well, yeah. First, Kicker takes Jetfire's axe, which is as big as he is, and he's going to fight off all these things on his own, I oh guess. My God, but before yes. he can start bashing heads, yeah, Misha flies over in the ship, and Strongarm activates the Energon Grid, which, like you said, just destroys these Terracons instantly, but is harmless against Autobots or humans somehow. Even though uh, Jetfire Combiner, whatever for me is, is like, Kicker, look out, and covers him when the grid goes off. Yeah. But it doesn't hurt humans, whatever. Um, Megatron kills the last of those uh, Dinobot Terracons, whatever. He flies off. Or no, he doesn't fly off. The ener- He gets the Energon. And then this is when Optimus swoops down, and I think he's like holding a Jetfire and Ironhide, and they're flying, and Kicker, and they're flying up. And what he says here... Makes no fucking sense. Because Kicker's like, uh, okay, what about the Energon? I think he says Megatron can have it. And what about the Omnicons? And he says, I put out an evacuation order for them. So 
you're going to save them by telling them to just come back to the ship? Like, how is that helping them? It, it isn't. And then he, he talks something about, like, I couldn't destroy their fight Megatron because if we blew up this planet, it would destroy the universe. So th- <laughs> this planet in a galaxy on the edge of the solar system will destroy the universe. Got it. Their mission is twofold, keep Energon away from their enemies and to put an end to this madness once and for all. That's what Optimus says. Well, it seems to me if you took care of the second half of that mission first, then the first half would take care of itself. If you find a deal with Unicron first, and if your enemies aren't defeated at the same time, because it's not like they're just going to stand there and watch, at the very least, you took away their incentive to go after Energon. Besides which, how are you going to keep an entire planet full of Energon away from Megatron? Just mine it all and pack the ship to the rafters, put it in bags on the roof like the fucking Grinch's sled after he steals all their things. Even if you had the space to haul it away, getting it all would still take a long time. You even said so yourself at the end of the episode, Optimus, that it would take Megatron a long time. The best way to protect this stuff, Optimus, what you can do? Leave. Just make a note of the planet's position, dare I say chart it, and come back to it once Unicron is dealt with. You know Megatron and Alpha Q always somehow find out when you find Energon. Well, keep your mouth shut about it and scram. We haven't yet seen the Decepticons searching for this stuff on their own. They only show up after you find it for them. Snowcat was already on the damn planet, but he didn't know about the Energon until after you showed up and Hairdo told you about it. Even he wanted to keep going after Unicron, and he regretted it. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show, The Return of Demolisher. Paul, what would you like to send back? Uh, the whole episode pretty well. But you know what? The, the episode itself probably was all right, but the dialogue is just horrible, especially the terminology, like where they say they warp to another star system on the outer reaches of the galaxy. That would make sense. But they say, we warp to another galaxy on the outer reaches of the solar system. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I want to send this episode back and talk to the manager. Like, I'm going full <laughs> Karen. Uh, it's it, it, the fact that, okay, I can give it, there's bad translation at times. Sure. But if you were an actor, you're a voice actor reading that line, why do you not look at somebody in the recording booth and be like, hey, um, here's a very, very obvious mistake. How about I just switch these two words around? How about I say <laughs> solar system at the edge of the galaxy? Problem solved. And it, why did that not happen? This episode was a mess. Mm-hmm. A goddamn mess. And, and you know what? The whole, like, Miles and, and Kicker, just, I don't get where they are anymore. Because he just, he came off like an asshole to her. And oh, that, yeah. He just goes up one side of her and down the other when she's just kind of just gently ribbing him, right? Yeah, I, I don't. This episode. Oh, well, this, the next episode we'll do, I hopefully it is a better one, is going to be a tale of two heroes. You want to see a couple heroes? <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter or match on Sobeypals at pmcpherson1. You can email the show at transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to Rush with, and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. <laughs> you can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. Until the next, oh, hey, Paul, let's watch some dirty movies and not tell Lou. It'll be on the bill. Bill Schmill. Bill Schmill.